In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Quickly, I'm not going to make it very long, but we'll focus on two points. Our Lord Jesus Christ today entered into Jerusalem. But so many times before he entered Jerusalem, but why today is a unique entrance as we said last night? Because today he is going in as two titles. The first one as what? He's a king, of course. He is entering into Jerusalem as a king. What's the second important title? A lamb, lamb of God. Sacrifice. Uh, we mentioned last night, if you were not here, that's the same day. And it, it, if you gather or if you collect from all the readings, that was a great occasion to everyone. It's the Passover. Passover is one of the major feasts of the Jews at that time. And of course, if you remember, in the book of Exodus, the Passover was celebrated the first time, the very first time, was it in Jerusalem or in Egypt? Where? Jerusalem or Egypt? Egypt, exactly. And because of the Passover, all the Jews were saved from the angel of death. But all the Egyptians were killed, the firstborn of the Egyptians were killed. So the idea of the Passover, the angel will see the blood and pass over. So God had told him, you slay the Passover lamb, and then with the blood, he put it on the doorposts. And the angel would come and see the blood and Passover. This is how we come up or came up with the title of Passover. So anyway, so that Passover occasion was celebrated, and it was a great occasion because every time they celebrated, they would remember how God had saved them from death, but not their enemies. Anyway, so... They used to bring the sheep on that Sunday. So it used to, they used to bring all the sheep and all the priests and the Levites used to examine every sheep before they offer it as a sacrifice to the Lord. They have to be examined to make sure no blemish in that sheep, no blemish in that sacrifice. We talked about this before and we can talk about it again during the Holy Pascha week. The resemblance between the Passover lamb and our Lord Jesus Christ. So one of the conditions, that sheep has to be with no blemish. So they used to bring it a few days before the Passover for the priests and the Levites to examine those sheep to make sure no blemish in the animal it can be resembling or it can be offered as a Passover lamb. So uh, while the sheep are entering in a mysterious, heavenly way and no one understood it, our Lord Jesus Christ entered with them. All the lambs later on, few days later, will be slain, will be offered as Passover. Our Lord Jesus Christ on Friday also will be offered as the ultimate sacrifice, carrying the, the, the sins of the whole world. It's very beautiful. If you look at it that way, it's very beautiful. Of course, it was not a coincidence. Our Lord Jesus Christ planned it that way. He entered with the sheep because, and it says in the book of St. John, as we read the last gospel, the disciples did not understand, did not understand what was going on. But when, we, when he was glorified, that means when he resurrected after the crucifixion, they understood everything. So the first title, he entered as a king. That's why they have all these uh, palm tree branches. Does anyone remember or does anyone know why the palm tree branches? What does it resemble? What, does it, what is it? It's a sign of what? Life. Yeah, victory. So it's life, victory, and peace. Vi victory, life, and peace. Because branches is like it's a green thing. Any green thing, it's a, it's a symbol of life. 
and they used to receive all the victorious leaders from their wars with palm tree branches. So he's victorious, he's the source of life, and he's bringing peace. And we know uh, th that peace when the dove uh, brought the branch of olive to Noah. So from that moment on, the, the, the green branches would also assign, be a sign of peace. So um, our Lord Jesus Christ is coming as a source of peace, as a source of life, and as a victorious king in my life. So this is the title number one, as a king. How can I make him reign over my life? And I want everyone to concentrate on these two points during the liturgy today. So number one, he is a king. But he is entering as a king. Of course, everyone, by the way, everyone welcomed him. And you would like marvel and you would uh, ask yourself, how come these people that now are receiving him in a few days later will tell Pontius Pilate, crucify him? The same people. Why? Do you have any idea? Why the same people now are like shouting and say, Hosanna, the son of David. You understand what the Hosanna means, right? We explained this before. Hosanna means huh? save, save us. The, the Hebrew language, it's very similar to the Arabic language, by the way. So, Hosanna in English, which is in Arabic, Hushana. In Arabic, Hushanna. Okay, it's maybe understood more in Arabic. So, Hushanna, that means save us. So, Hosanna means save us. Okay? So, this, the same people who are saying to, the, to him, save us on Friday will be telling Pontius Pilate crucify him does anyone have an idea why yes they what they wanted glory from God not necessarily they thought that he is going to be an earthly king like, uh, like he just raised Lazarus from death and he fed the multitude and he opened the eye of the born blind man. So they thought that this man is coming to relieve them or to release them from the Romans. So that's why they received him joyfully, very excited. But they thought wrong because his throne and his seat was not the, the place or the palace where the, the governor was. His seat was where? Where was his seat as a king? He was going to be enthroned on the cross. So his seat was the cross. So he's coming in, having the cross before his eyes, to be enthroned on the cross. Okay? So uh, number one, he is a king. So we need to pray and ask God, please reign over my life. Practically speaking, if I want God to reign over my life, and that would be linking to a sacrifice. So he is a king and coming into a sacrifice. So uh, mingling both or gathering or bringing both together, king, sacrifice. What do I need to do to make him a king over my heart? Jerusalem here is my heart. So I want Jesus to enter my heart, to reign over my heart, over my life. What do I need to do? Huh? Put them both together. So in order for me to have God as a king in my life, I need to... Huh? We said two titles. Guys, wake up, please. Sacrifice. Okay? Put them both together. If I want him to be a king, I need to 
Sacrifice. I'll say it again. If I want him to be a king in my life, I need to sacrifice. Exactly. I cannot have two kings. I cannot have multiple kings in my life. I cannot have our Lord Jesus Christ as a king, but yet I'm controlled by a phone. And speaking of the phones, by the way, when Abuna and I will go around with the sensors, we see a lot of people on their phones. This is not right. This is absolutely disrespectful to our Lord Jesus Christ and to the house of our Lord Jesus Christ. He cannot be coming and planning all this to save me and I'm like on my phone. That's not right at all. So the phone is one of the kings that sometimes rule and control my life. If I really want him to be the king, then he should be the ruler of my life. I should follow his law. I should follow his constitution. I should follow his commandments. When you go to any kingdom and it has a king and that king has a law, you would follow that law as long as you would live in this land. Right? We're here in America and the law here, of course, the constitution is the king here. So we follow the constitution because we live in this land. Unless it contradicts with, with the Bible, of course, sometimes. All right? So... Um, if I want him to be my king, I need to sacrifice. I need to sacrifice my attachment to phones, for example. I need to uh, sacrifice my attachment to social media. I need to sacrifice my attachment to a relationship that is taking me away from God. I need to be detached from all these negative things that will be an obstacle for him to be a king. Because God said, our Lord Jesus Christ, he said, a servant cannot serve to masters you cannot be ruled with two kings either you accept him as a king in your life and that would require a sacrifice this is how we put them both together or i neglect sacrificing what i like then i'm also sacrificing him as a king in my life it's your choice it's always about my choice it's always a decision that every one of us has to make as we said it so many times the salvation is a decision that you make every single day. Do I want to follow God or no? Do I want him to be really my king in my life or no? He wanted to reign over me, he sacrificed himself. Me too. If I want him to be king in my life and ruled by him, then I need to do what? Huh? Sacrifice. Sacrifice things that are controlling me. I need to detach from a desire, from a sin that is controlling me. I really want you to be the king in my life, but I cannot because I'm so chained with this desire. I'm so chained with this sin. I'm so chained with this bad habit. I'm so chained with, with this substance that it's controlling me. I cannot stop drinking this or smoking that or whatever. I can't. And if you are a slave to another king, then God cannot be a king. But he's here for us. He's here for us telling you, me and everyone else, I am here to liberate you. I am here as a king to give you freedom. I love you. My response should be, I love you too. And because I love you, I want you to rule over my life and I am willing to sacrifice. It's a process. I'm not saying it's easy. But during this Holy Week of Pascha, let us focus on these two points. Having him as a king requires sacrifice. He came as a king to reign over us, not Jerusalem, but 
He came on the cross to reign over everyone's life, offering. And I have to respond. I have to accept. He's not going to impose himself as a king on my heart and in my life. So to make the long story short, today and throughout this entire week, I hope that we focus on these two titles. Him being a king over my life, and it takes sacrifice. I need to sacrifice, as I said, sacrifice social media, phone, relationship, desires, sins, um, social habits that might kill my relationship with God, whatever it is that I need to be detached from. And unless I do that, then he cannot over, uh, or he, he cannot rule my life. So we all want to accept him as a king, yes or no? Yes, right? But we have to do something. He, when he came to reign over us, he offered himself. Then my reply should be, okay, God, I really appreciate this. I want you to rule over my life, and I'm willing to sacrifice, but I need your help. And the help is the cross that he was enthroned on. So with all enthusiasm, with all strength, with all guidance from God, with, with all excitement, with all love to God, let us focus this week to really meditate and actually search in the depth of our heart what do I need to sacrifice so he can be the sole and only king in my life that would rule all my, my life and he will when he does that he would lead me into paradise then the heavenly kingdom one thing I would say at the end after the holy week of Pascha I hope the things that we gave up during the Lent and during the holy Pascha week don't just come back because sometimes when we sacrifice something, the idea that would come to you, and remember, quote me, you can quote me, in the liturgy and the, the feast of resurrection, a voice would come to you, you deserve a break. Okay? You will have the voice. Okay? And that, that if it doesn't happen before you come, it's like, khalas, we're celebrating. Okay, turn on all the notifications, turn on all the social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, everything was, was giving up during the Holy Lent would come back and even with more there is no such a thing called break because I was not chained I do it with all freedom so when that voice comes to you and say you deserve a break it's like I wasn't tired actually I enjoyed it I was so happy I felt liberated from my chains so when Satan comes it's like take it slow, slow down but you've been you've been doing a lot of matanias and you've been praying you've been fasting you need to slow down there is no such a thing called slow down. We need to go deeper. That's what it is. Resurrection is about living heaven on earth. We'll talk about this later, but just in case if I didn't have the chance to talk to you before the feast, please be careful when, when that voice comes to you. Yeah, because sometimes we will be going very, 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 very high until we reach that peak point, and then we take a dive down. Okay? Remember when I told you before that we'll be pressing the gas all the Lent and Holy Pascha week? We go up, we go up, we go up, and then what we do after is just let go of the gas. What happened to the car? Because of the gravity of the earthly desires, we go down very fast. So please be careful. Today, the Holy Pascha week, Holy 50 days, he is the king, and if I want him to be the king, I need to... Huh? And glory be to God forever. Amen.